Good afternoon. Welcome to a Friday edition of the People's Show. Coming to you live from the Kintech studio. Kintech, footwear and orthotics, Canada's favorite orthotics provider. Supported by over 2,500 five-star Google reviews. Find your perfect fit at Kintech.net. Want to be part of the show? It's easy for you. 650. 650. It's our Dunbar Lumber text message inbox. 650, 650, Dunbar Lumber, three stores to serve you in Ladner on Bridge Street, Dunbar Lumber Express at Ladner Center or Arbutus in Vancouver, online at DunbarLumber.com. Love a Friday show. Big six coming up, although it's have another rough year, but hey, still believe in the process. Still trust the process. But love a Friday show. Plus, we got guys naming dudes coming up later on uh, in the show. We'll give you the prompt in the second half of the show. Fastest growing segment here on Sportsnet 650. Excited for what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, also, BFF, Brett Fetchling Fridays. It's a blast. We get into uh, what's been happening in the week that was for your Vancouver Canucks with Brett Fetchling. Uh, obviously, a lot to get into. 4 3 loss last night. Philly game the other day, Edmonton in Saturday. It's funny how the vibes can change in just a week. We, we talked to Brett last week, two days after an 8-1 win. All excited, be like, all right, okay, what's real? What's changing? Uh, good defensive performance against Edmonton in game one. And then a week later, it's like, eh, three shaky performances. Charged up Oilers in their home opener. Charged up Flyers. Two-time Stanley Cup champions on the road here. Uh, they'll, they'll wrap up a road tip. I wonder what the vibes will be like next time. Uh, we talk to Brett Festerling next weekend, uh, but uh, we'll talk to Brett here coming up in about a half hour's time. Uh, kick off the show, though. Uh, we are also the home of the Seahawks. You'll be hearing the game uh, on these airwaves uh, coming up this weekend, this Sunday. But you also might be going down to the game because it is 12 North game as the Seahawks getting ready to host the Cardinals this weekend. NFC West matchup. Again, you'll hear it on these airwaves at 1 o'clock. Pre-game show gets going at 11 o'clock. Uh, post-game uh, as well, all the way till 4 o'clock. But... If you're going down, you'll be seeing one of these guys on the field. It is Reek Woolen who joins us on the show, Seahawks cornerback, uh, second-year pro. Let's talk to him right now. It is uh, Seahawks cornerback, Reek Woolen. Reek, how are you? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm doing good. And then just got to do it with Friday practice, and then uh, you get to go home a little early today on Friday, <laughs> so I'm happy, you know. I'm just ready to go shower and change, and I'm going to get up out of here. Well, that's good. Uh, we'll spend a couple of minutes here with you. Um, so what's year two been like for you? What's what, what's changed? What's different for you uh, coming into year two? Uh, honestly, you know, just being more comfortable around my teammates and just being more comfortable uh, trusting the stuff that I can do. And, you know, last year, my rookie year, you know, I could do a lot of stuff, and I did do a lot of stuff. And the way I played was pretty well, but I just got to trust all the techniques and my instinct that goes into playing well, you know. And um, with this season going on, you know, last year, I really didn't, I didn't miss any time last year, so me missing a little time this year. It's kind of hard to find a rhythm, but at the same time, it's been picking back up, and it feels good just to continue to grow, you know, throughout the whole adver adversity, too. You know, it was my first real adversity in the NFL, you know, battling with, you know, little minor injuries and stuff like that, so... It's been pretty cool just to keep learning about myself and how strong-minded I can be. I wanted to ask you about that. You, you missed week three. There's the bye week in there as well. But uh, feeling all good now? 
Oh, yeah, no, I feel great, you know. Uh, you know, a little dean, but, hey, other than that, if I can still play, I want to play. So I feel amazing, and I'm going to just continue to take care of my body throughout the season. It's interesting, too, because, like, the whole secondary has kind of had issues, I, I guess, since you've come in with health, right? Like, Jamal goes down Im- immediately in your first year. Now he's back. And, and now you kind of see everyone healthy again. You know, with the spoon missed a bit of time. Do you finally get to see, like, what the vision of what the secondary can be like with everyone playing? Oh, yeah, I- you know, it's an amazing thing. It's something that I've been uh, going crazy about since, you know, we drafted Spoon, and then since we knew that Jamal was going to come back healthy, and then we seen Bobby being able to come back too. You know, I was just happy to finally be able to be out there all together. You know, it's like it's been forever, you know, uh, just thinking about it, and then now it's all coming to life, and it's pretty cool to see you mentioned Bobby there. Now, he wasn't there last year in your rookie year, but I imagine you you heard the name, you know of the presence, and then when he shows up, what's the reputation when you finally get to meet him and, and finally see what he means to the organization and and the kind of presence he carries? I mean, his reputation is legendary, you know. he uh, He's a legendary person. He's a legend in the Seahawks program. He's a legend in the NFL and will go down as one. So the vibes he's bringing and the leadership and just – uh, understanding that, you know, sometimes people think, oh, a guy like him, a person that's a future Hall of Famer, you know, they, they, they think the guy's all seriousness and all stuff like that. But, you know, just being around them is pretty cool because whenever you can have fun and be comfortable around each other, it, it makes everything fun. And that's what uh, he does. He makes football fun. He makes the uh, just the defense in general come around together, you know, make us feel comfortable. And he leads us into the right way, you know. Uh, as the season, the season continues to go on, you know, uh, his role, you know, will uh, play a big part because he's a leader on our defense. Uh, talking to Reek Woolen here on the People's Show. Uh, you know, while we're talking about your teammates in the secondary, though, um, a bunch of guys that are, like, full of swag, man. It's got a full of attitude, you know. We see Spoon on the gram talking to Jamar Chase. You know, <laughs> Jamal does it, too, and he's, and he's full of energy on the sidelines. You yourself, who keeps it all together? Uh, shoot, honestly, uh, just us being ourselves is what keeps it all together. You know, we all got different personalities. You know, those guys are very energetic. And I'm an energetic person too, but I'm more the chill, goofy person. And those are like energetic, uh, serious more, you know, but they like the goofball too. But, you know, I feel like all of us bring our personalities and that's what makes us all gel into one. You know, uh, that's, that's like a battery. You know, you got a plus side and negative side. And, you know, they, what balances out when you put, put the batteries in. And shoot, the, the, the different uh, polar opposites on the battery, you put them in the right way and they work. So I, I see it. You know, we all different opposite people with no polar opposites, but we have our similarities. But that's what makes us us. You know, that's what makes us go. That's what makes us work. Is that a philosophy as well from Coach Carroll as well and, and, and letting guys be themselves? No, 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 no. That's just me. That's <laughs> what I use. <laughs> Well, take us through what practice is like, because obviously you guys do it on your end. Uh, the defenses come mm-hmm. together, um, and and a lot of people, a lot of people focusing on uh, the way the offense is playing. Geno's playing fantastic. You got DK Lockett and Jackson Smith and Jigba comes in. What's the banter like? What's practice like between y'all? So uh, honestly, practice is hella fun. Uh, just having us all there together it brings competition out of us, and it makes us become better in the offensive and defensively. So having those pieces there. And uh, also the uh, the other pieces on our defense and jumping together, going to each other at practice. You know, it, it shows on Sunday. Talking to Reek Woolen here on the People Show, getting ready for uh, Seahawks 
12 North Day uh, as they get ready to host the Cards uh, this weekend. You snagged an interception on the road last year versus the Cards. So what do you take away from that game? They want to go into this one. Uh, honestly, sure. Uh, I just, you know, uh, want to go out there and play, make plays with my teammates, and hopefully, you know, get an interception. You know, last year it kind of happened fast to get interceptions, and this year it just seems kind of slow. But hey, it's only game six, you know, so it's plenty of times along the season, and there's a lot of plays to be made. But uh, hopefully, you know, I can just go out there and snag one this weekend. It's my first one this year. Do you find people are throwing your way less now that you developed a reputation? Be like, hey, this guy snagged six last year. He returned some as well. Uh, are, are, are you finding the balls coming your way less? Uh, a little bit, yeah. You know, uh, that, that is something that I have been noticing while I've been out there and the times I've been able to play, you know, just making sure that I do stay locked in for whenever the ball does come my way. So uh, sometimes, yeah, it, it, it's kind of boring, but it, it's a good thing to have too. What are you noticing across the league this year? Like the, the, the this Cardinals team has been very difficult. Now they they're, they're one and five, but they've they've pushed a lot of teams. And and this division right now, you know, LA sitting there at three, San Fran's got five, but the NFC right now is, is just so tight. Like, what are you noticing so far in in the NFC? Uh, shoot, there's a lot of great teams, you know, and uh, you know, no matter some team's record, it's just any given Sunday out there. So you just try not to underestimate them because. You know, we uh, in a tough conference, as you see, teams are being close with records and stuff like that. But whenever you take teams' records away, you know, they might have a factor on a team that is more dominant, you know. Like, sometimes you may go out there and lose a game, and you can still be the better team out there. Just the score shows it. So, uh, we just go out there and just have a ball and have fun and, you know, just worry about the Seahawks, you know, because, you know, in our division, it's some tough teams and, if we were about ourselves, we'd be just fine. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, this weekend, uh, you're going to be celebrating the uh, Canadian fans get to come down for uh, 12 North. You're no stranger playing in big environments. You played in Texas, uh, UTSA, massive stadiums. Uh, well, what's the environment in, in Seattle like compared to your experiences in Texas? Uh, honestly, uh, you know, in college I played in a dome, so domes get pretty loud since so it's indoor. And uh, the fans, they are amazing, you know, but it's just a different atmosphere when you get to the NFL. You know, uh, it's just the NFL. In college, they, they both have strong traditions, but it's just they got different factors that, you know, keep them different. You know, one got a band, and the band makes a lot of noise and stuff like that, where at the NFL, you got to have real true fans there, you know, people that actually, like, you know, people that go to work, you know, working class people, and they got to they, they spend their money on our tickets to come to the game and stuff like that. So it's like people that want to come to the game. It ain't like a student, you know, that's coming, oh, it's just my school type of thing. So uh, we got real dedicated fans in the NFL, and it's crazy because you can just go to any city, any away game, and we have a lot of Seahawks jerseys there. You know, I went to a small school, and I'll travel to a game, and <laughs> it'll just be an away game, and we'll barely have fans. But in the NFL, it's pretty cool because, you get to travel and it shows that it's a true fan base, you know. So it's a it's a pretty cool thing. And uh, just being able to be able to play here in Seattle at one of the loudest stadiums with the best fan bases is a cool thing to have. Uh, he's Reek Woolen. Defense is doing a great job uh, last couple of weeks against the Giants and the Bengals. They get going against the Cardinals this weekend. You'll hear it on our airwaves. Reek, uh, really, really appreciate it. Uh, stay healthy and good luck this weekend. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Have a blessed day. It's Reek Woolen. From your Seattle Seahawks here on the home of the Seahawks, you'll hear them uh, 11 o'clock is when the pregame show starts. 
Game kicks off uh, shortly after one, and uh, the chance to go up against the Arizona Cardinals. NFC West game uh, for them, sandwiched in between some AFC North games. Last week, obviously, I remember them playing the Bengals. Then they play the Browns next weekend with the throwback jerseys on next weekend. Uh, but got to focus on this week, NFC West game against a frisky Cardinals team. I think probably a bit better than uh, we initially projected, but still sitting there one of five. Do you but- have fire in your gut? Yeah, you know what? Did you take the bus here? Give give credit. I I know that's a, like we made a lot of fun of that clip for Jonathan Gannon, and it, it was it was worthy of being uh, poked at. But give him some credit. Uh, they 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 played frisky to begin the year. Uh, pushed the Commanders, really pushed the Giants. Made the Giants come with that furious comeback uh, down twenty-eight nothing, twenty-one nothing, and then they beat the Cowboys. Now it slowly slid beyond that. Now they, you know, played the 49ers, the Bengals, the Rams. Uh, now they play the Seahawks to get the Ravens. So the schedule's very tough. I, I think their true form will eventually show out here, and projecting them to, you know, finish last might certainly come true here. But still a divisional game. Still can't overlook this team. Uh, divisional game's always a bit tough, and certainly the Cardinals have had their time when they've uh, come to Seattle and picked up some wins. John Scouton and Carson Palmer have all picked up uh, W's here. In uh, Not that they're similar, but... You just wanted to name some the, random Cardinals. The, the, the cards have been difficult to play. Hey, guys naming dudes coming later. But uh, I wanted, I did want to name Cardinals. I, I, I did mention that. We, we had a pre-show fight. We seldom have a fight about things. But I did want to have guys named dudes be the Arizona Cardinals. And, Dom, what was your reaction? Crickets. Crickets. Larry Fitz. Christian Kirk. That's about as far as you got. J.J. Watt. Yeah, that's a good one. There you go. You got a cameo. I was playing on, like, Larry Centers. Who? Exactly. The whole point, though, are the worst, worst uniforms in the NFL over the course of their existence. Oh, interesting! Like, just like plain red, just plain red, white helmet. Yeah. Just it's never had a good look. And the logo is just plain. It, it looks like a cereal box logo. Yeah. Like when I think of uh, the Arizona Cardinals, I think of the cornflakes. The beak looks very similar. Yeah. That's what I think of. Follow your nose. But we could have Alan Fanica. Who? Offensive lineman. Hall of Fame offensive lineman. And you're just like, who? He played for the Jets, I think, at one point, too. Come on, man. Your Jets. Which, by the way, you, you vibing? I haven't seen you all week. Are you vibing? Three and three? Yeah, I bought a Garrett Wilson 17 jersey. There you go. He's back in, baby. I'm Achilles happy. gets torn, and he's like, I don't know. This always happens to us. And I was like, yeah, just go compete, man. If I told you I got a Push Wilson it. jersey, would you automatically assume it was Garrett, or would you think I I would have bit the bullet on a sack? <laughs> no, yeah, I wouldn't have projected <laughs> you to, to 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 buy a Zach Wilson jersey. What's your jersey luck like? Jersey luck? Yeah. Are you one of the people that, like you buy one and the guy immediately like gets traded uh. or something like that? I had a stretch there, like a a nine year stretch. Where like any jersey I bought as a kid, guy gets traded. You're the bastard. traded, injured. He wants out. He becomes like a terrible player. It was just awful. So and who's the- your next purchase? Oh no, I, I don't really buy. You're retired. Anymore. He's yeah. too old for that. You're the Bassett Motors. Actually, no, no, of, that's, uh, jersey no, no, that's not true. Uh, what's the last jersey I bought? Uh, actually, it, it's been probably at least five, six it's years. It's been, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, it's only happened to me twice. Mm-hmm. Ryan Kessler, the year after I got a Kessler jersey, he got traded. Mm-hmm. And uh, Martin Skirtle, Liverpool, and then yeah. transferred to Galatasaray. But you have the, the international jersey. No, I have a Liverpool. You have an in- a Liverpool Martin jersey? Skirtle. What is happening? He was like my favorite Slovak player, man. I just have them to have them. I don't actually wear but them. But you're a Man United fan, and yeah. you have a Liverpool jersey? I have Arsenal jerseys. What is happening right now? Here's the thing, and I, we've had this conversation in the back rooms of, of I've never 650. heard this before. There's a difference between buying jerseys to wear and then buying jerseys to collect. Like, I just have a collection that sits in my closet, and then I, ha- I have a collection. It's not even on display? No. When I was young, I never got jerseys, so when I got old enough Fair. to buy them, I was like, all right, this but is my time. Buy the Slovakia jersey. I have. That was my first jersey. I'm disappointed, man. Disappointed. You don't have any jerseys from rival teams. I have a Seattle Sounders jersey, Ben. Rival teams? No. Not at all. All right. I was given a Liverpool jersey as a kid, and I was like... In the bin? No, I, I put it in storage. I don't, like, so I, you have a Liverpool jersey. But it's like, it's not... like I, I didn't go out and like covet it and buy it. It was, just, it was a, a gift. To be fair, it was free. Oh, okay, well, that's better. But, like, did you go buy it? It was free. It was included with a purchase. Was was there intent to purchase it? It was included with the purchase. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I've never worn my – would never wear a Liverpool jersey, That's okay. uh, a rival jersey. No, I, I went through a stretch. It was like – it was Man United players, too. And then I bought a Vince Carter jersey. And immediately – Vince Carter Nets or Vince Carter Raptors? Raptors. Okay. And immediately it was just like – all right, well, he's out. Obviously, After his post- UNC graduation. Yeah, obviously this was post-Grizzlies uh, as well. Um, so that was, like, devastating. What else did I have? Um, I had a beret jersey. Uh, uh, the whale or the skate? Uh, actually, I have both. Both berets? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Was uh, he wearing, now, help me out here, was he wearing 96 when it, they I, have the whale? I think he was. Yeah, yeah, like he wore ninety six with a whale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I have beret jerseys. It, like there was just an unbelievable. Battery. That's actually a rare thing. I don't think yeah. I've ever seen a ninety six beret whale jersey. Um, for the for for the person texting in, Al, Alan Fanica is a Steeler. I'm aware Alan Fanica is a Steeler. Yeah. I'm just saying he also played for the Jets and the Cardinals. Yeah. Uh, but thank you for the text six fifty six fifty. Uh, this one. Uh, isn't there a story of uh? They make everyone read about a kid who's sad because he was given a Maple Leafs jersey and the people would make fun of him. The sweater. I was literally talking about the sweater yesterday uh, with our good friend Israel Fair. Uh, the classic Canadian short film. It's a great one. Did you not watch that? No. You never watched the sweater? I grew up in a traditional Slovak household. So you went to you school were watching here? the sweater. No. No, I, I remember watching the sweater in school. That's a, that's a great short no, film. I, never did. I feel like Elon's Googling it right now. Are you Googling it right now? <laughs> you are too. I just saw him reach for the keyboard. I was like, there's no way he's not Googling this right now. I feel like we're, we should get the big six before we run out of time. Yeah, all right. Let's get to it. Uh, but also, send in your, your jerseys that you've bought where a player has been uh, traded or released or injured or just turned bad immediately. Uh, text him in, 650-650. We'll get to guys naming dudes as well. Fun Friday. Good teams win. Great teams cover. Take it to the house. It's Big Six. All right. Yeah, new music to it, by the way. So uh, 
Get used to that. Uh, you sound like you don't like it. We no, can no, change I, I really it. do. No, no, no. We, we, I've, I've heard this. It, it went through my approval. But if people are like, what is this? This is not Big Six. I've been used to something for six years. Your tone. Like, I, I was, it, it just popped up out of nowhere. I like the music. I like the song. All right? Chill out. Chill out. Uh, all right. 15, 20, and 1 on the year. Uh, yeah, we, we, we got to bounce back. We got to bounce back big way. Browns minus three at the Colts. Colts, they can't threaten the Browns with the way this defense plays, especially down the field and the way Minshew's tossing the ball right now. He can be turnover prone. It showed up last week. There is a potential letdown spot for the Browns, though, uh, the way they played against the 49ers, but they're so far ahead of the pack defensively. Like, what does regression actually look like for this team? They just might turn into a top five unit instead of undisputed number one in the league. Big thing, though, is going to be how they run the ball. They had success against the 49ers defense in that rain-filled game. They rushed for 160. I do think that carries over versus the Colts. So I'm going to lay the points here. Browns win 20-12. to Lions plus three at the Ravens. We talked about it on Monday with the guessing lines. I'm, I'm kind of intrigued why this is a full field goal. It does feel kind of trappy. Uh, it's a tough place to play in Baltimore, but the Ravens have an exceptionally hard, tough travel schedule. They've played three straight road games to come back home. It's four games in four different cities. They're going out next week on the road as well. Tough to get settled, and they've already lost at home. Uh, Lions, they muck it up in the trenches. It's how they've had success. I'm taking the points here. Lions win. In an upset, 24-23. Steelers plus three at the Rams. The Steelers, when they play in Vegas and when they play in L.A., and usually across the country, but in particular these two, this is a Steelers home game. You go away for a bye week. Now you come back healthy. Deontay Johnson comes back. What he means to that offense, what else is he going to open up? The short passing game. But we should look at who the Steelers have played to begin the year when we knock this offense. They played the 49ers. They played the Browns. They played their biggest rivals in the Ravens in five weeks. That's pretty tough. TJ Watt fully healthy as well. That's massive. He's as impactful as anybody non-quarterback in the league. I'm going to take the points here in this spot. Steelers win on the road 21-17. to Chiefs minus 5.5 versus the Chargers. This is about rest. Chiefs get the long rest. Chargers get the short rest. From Thursday to now to Monday to now, I'm going to bank on the rest here, minus five and a half. Plus, last time we saw the Chiefs, they were just being unserious. Kadarius Tony passes as much uh, hijinks that the Chiefs could draw up against the Broncos here. Yes, they got the Broncos coming up as well, but three straight divisional games. I think they were preparing for this game. They win this one. Division is basically over right then and there. Chiefs minus five and a half. I'm laying the points. Chiefs win 30 to 20. Eagles minus two and a half versus the Dolphins. I think the Eagles choke this game out. Lane Johnson being healthy is massive for this Eagles offensive line. You saw what happened when he went out of the game. When he plays, their record is fantastic. When he misses, their record not so good. But here's the thing with the Dolphins. Against the Bills, they got pushed around and they got bullied. I think when they step up in class, it's going to be tough to go against disciplined, forceful teams. When they go against teams that they can bully, they will run the table. As we saw last week, we were on the Dolphins last week against the Panthers. They're down 14. They run away with it, and they go get the the cover of a two-score. Against a big team like the Eagles, I think it's going to be tough. I'm going to lay the points. Eagles win on Sunday night, 27-21. 49ers minus 7 at the Vikings. 
I'm going to lay the points here on a Monday night. It's Kirk Cousins in prime time. But more importantly, it's the 49ers in a dome. I really like Brock Purdy in this spot to light it up. The Vikings defense is not going to be able to threaten him. I know there's injuries, though, but the Vikings defense is not a unit that A is going to take the ball away from this 49ers offense and B put enough pressure on Brock Purdy to make him a bit flustered. And this 49ers defense, yes, you can say it's in a tough spot coming off that game last week, getting ready for a big opponent like Cincinnati. But I just think on prime time, they will show up. And with Justin Jefferson out, don't know if there's enough weapons to consistently move the ball downfield against this 49ers. I'm going to lay seven on Monday night. Bit of a square play, uh, but we're doing it. 49ers win 31-18. to Again, so that is Browns minus three, Lions plus three, Steelers plus three, Chiefs minus five and a half, Eagles minus two and a half, 49ers minus seven. It's big six for this week. Back on the other side, the good friend Bet- Brett Festerling for... Brett Festerling Fridays here on The People Show.